The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Raising the Bar with your host, Amy Bredo. Do you ever listen to that inner voice? The one that tells you that you can achieve great things just by giving yourself a little push? Making that voice heard is what this show is all about. What if you could turn your negatives into positives? You'll hear from others who have embraced that personal drive and will help you raise the bar. Now, here is Amy Bredo. Holy smokes. Good morning, everybody. I am Amy Bredo, and welcome to Raising the Bar. Uh, Funny thing today, we are going to talk about something a little bit different and have a little bit of fun. As I think about this show being about your inner voice, and I think about how we just had Valentine's Day and kind of how the chemistry and relationships work between men and women, I thought to myself, you know, I'd like to uh, have some man guests on the show and kind of talk about what makes them tick because I look at my dear darling husband that I've been married to for almost 21 years and there's things that he does that I will never understand so today we are talking to Jeremy Bornman my lovely talented creative encouraging executive producer and our very own Ryan Treasure Ryan that's some pretty high pressure on that last name there and I would love to tell uh, have you tell me and our listeners a little bit more about what you do here at the Voice America Network so before we get started let's start with you Ryan Oh, great. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, Definitely love doing radio. Um, A a little bit of background. Um, I'm the vice president of operations here at voiceamerica.com and uh, voiceamerica.tv. And I manage, uh, you know, the day-to-day operations uh, here inside the studio in the office. Uh, And I also work with our awesome team of audio engineers uh, and Randy Jackman, our production manager, who are all listening now. Thank you, guys. You guys are doing a great job. And uh, so we all work together to uh, uh, bring all of the shows that we do, you know, over 200 live shows a week, uh, live on the air, and then uh, post those for on-demand listening. So I'm part of the team that manages all of that component. Uh, And then, of course, I also assist the executive producers in, uh, you know, statistics for radio listeners and uh, all those different kinds of things that uh, they provide for you guys. That's amazing, and you're also a man, so you're an expert at being a man, and we're going <laughs> to ask you some questions. Jeremy, I hear you chuckle. I hear you chuckle. He's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal, so I'm really excited to have you guys on the show today, and I know we were, I have a bunch of questions that I've received through private message, and um, I know people have the ability to call in. I have some people that told me earlier that they were going to be texting me questions as well, but in light of current events... Wanted to ask you some questions and kind of see what your opinion is on it. Let's talk about Kanye West for a second. I know that this show doesn't express the opinions of uh, the Voice America Network, but I'm I'm pretty sure it does on this this end. Um, Why is he an idiot? And what makes him think that um, the world should bend over backwards for him? How, How does that happen? Is that childhood trauma? Is that like... 
just thinking you have really big cajones. What, what is it, guys? I'm going to let Ryan take the question because <laughs> he is a clown. So, Ryan, please go ahead. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't speak to his childhood behaviors or any of that kind of stuff. I just know that sometimes when human beings acquire a buttload of money, they sometimes become idiots. <laughs> and I think maybe in this case, that could possibly be what's wrong with him. I don't know. Um, trying to keep this He vague. might have been an idiot before he was rich. I'm pretty sure. I, he might have been an idiot as well. It kind of seems like ever since he got in the, the car accident that causes, you know, jaw to be wired, I think ever since then he's been looking at life quite differently from before. Like they shot the wires through his brain? Or? Yeah, because he, he, I know he came out with an album called Through the Wire, um, which was like right around the time he uh, uh, had his jaw fractured and wired shut, and a lot of stuff changed for him. He kind of just dove off the deep end, and uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes those traumatic issues in your life can definitely change your outlook and what you do on a daily basis. So that's my take on his. And from a man perspective, how in the heck do you make that much money and become $50 million in debt to the IRS, for God's sakes? I thought I was bad with the credit cards. I, oh I really my. did. I feel a lot better now. How do you I think do. his wife feels? now? Did, did he hide that from her? So now she's like, we owe the IRS $55 million. Thanks, honey. Is it to the IRS? Or is <laughs> I think it, they said is they keep their money separate. Oh, God, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's what I read. I think it was $55 million in tax debt. Wow. Dang. There's no getting out of that. There is no getting out of that. And you heard about the GoFundMe page, right, that has about $249 in it? Hey, and that's what I, I wanted to bring up because my wife was talking to me last night, and she said, you know, with all of this stuff with Kanye, and she's looking at that GoFundMe account, and even though it has such little, uh, little amounts of money, she said, this is a brilliant marketing strategy for anybody who wants to get their name out there. And she noticed that there were you know, people pledging like $2 on the list, and their, and their thing on the GoFundMe would say, you know, come check out my website. <laughs> so so they're, they're jumping on the bandwagon with all of this that's you know, kind of going... Uh, kind of going viral with with Kanye at the time, and so I think uh, you know jumping on that for two bucks and putting your website on there to get a little traffic is probably real smart. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could live with myself to even give that guy a dollar, but you know we could slap the link up there. That's not a bad idea. Don't you think? Just throw him like fifty cents. Thirty-three cents. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's 50 it. Because a fifty cent might be offended by that. Oh my god! I didn't even think of that, and then that's a whole other bag of beans. I think about his behavior just in general, and, and even how you can minimize that to normal everyday life. Um, how how it's hard to obviously we can't control our spouse's behavior, and I've been in some different situations just with different jobs I've had over the years, and just watched a few men have freak out meltdowns and I'll and in one situation in particular um I was babysitting for a family I did daycare when my kids were smaller and I I went to talk to them about something I think it was tardiness and my thinking you know I could be a total jerk hole here so I'll own that but my thinking is like if you drop your kid off at six in the morning and you're supposed to pick him up at six at night like don't come at six ten because I want to make my family dinner so maybe that's selfish and I can remember asking him to be on time and he literally stood up and started doing the like running in place tantrum thing like I just sometimes need a minute to decompress after I get home from work and blah 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 and I was like whoa I don't I, I don't know what drives a man to do 
like the Roger Rabbit tantrum style about being on time. Do you find that most, are you guys on time, Jeremy Boardman? That's a, I'm that's definitely going to let Jeremy explain on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll just say Ryan and I showed up at the same time today. So I feel if I'm anywhere near on time like Ryan, then I'm doing pretty good. But yeah, I try to be on time. I mean, I don't, it depends on what it is, I suppose, as far as an event, if it's something that's for someone else or some kind of an important event for a family member or my son's play at school, then yeah, I'm going to be on time. But So you're an equal opportunity tardy Person. Yeah, I don't like to be disrespectful <laughs> to someone else. So if it's someone else, then yeah, if it's my own time, if it's something I planned, I'm, I might be a couple minutes late. I'm going to say I, I have fallen short in that area many times in my life, and it was when my two best friends gave me the nickname Noda, never on time Amy, that I realized, like, this is a problem because my friends are like, yeah, meet us at 7, but they know it's going to be 722 approximately, maybe when I roll in. So it's been something I've been working on. I'm trying to be courteous. I'm trying to be on time. I think what I was, I was one of those people that I thought I had more time than I actually did. Do you know those people that are like, oh, no problem. I have to be, you know, at a funeral in 45 minutes, but I have time to stop at Target, put gas in my car and pick something up for dinner. Yeah, when I see a funeral, I'd be on time for it. Right. <laughs> probably right. a good call there. Yeah. I th- if the funeral was at nine o'clock, Jeremy would be there at eight fifty-seven. <laughs> right. That's on time, though. Right, Ryan. That's on time. Women no. are. I think women are late more than men. I've been in broadcast for a long time, and for me, on time is already late. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's know. true. Better to be early and prepared, right, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, I even thought for today, I got here ten minutes before the show. For me, that's late. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, I, well, didn't, I didn't know what to do with my ten minutes of free time before the well, show. Well, I feel like you were supposed to. I did. To I just call. came and sat right down, you know, and then got ready. Jeremy Bornman, Mr. Bornman, told yes. me last, yesterday, "Oh, aim, I'm going to be there by eight thirty, and I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you at eight forty-five. I'm like, Jeremy, call me at eight forty because I know that means eight fifty. Did, did I get a phone call? No. I blame so I'm sitting. The bad Phoenix driving for the accident. Well, and if there was a car here. accident, right? And I'm going to, I pray that those people are okay. Gosh darn it. Yes. You're lucky there was an accident. And if you're lying, you're totally going to get punished. And I hit the HOV lane and risked a $400 ticket just for you. I appreciate that. That that kind of redeems you. That's pretty manly, Jeremy. That is. That's, I, I felt like I was starting off the day very manly I, for the man show. Yeah, you dug deep and said, I got to do it. I did. Okay, so the man show, guys. Now, Jeremy, you were married for eight years. Do I have that correct? That's correct. And you have a very handsome child, I Brody. Do. Okay. You are no longer married. I am no longer married. And, you know, that's not all your fault, and I want you to be okay. With okay, that. I will. I will try to come okay. to grips with that. Deep breath. Okay, <laughs> Ryan, you are married. High school sweetheart, huh? Correct. Yeah. Let's talk about how old you were when you started dating. Uh, we were in high school. Twelve. Well, that doesn't. Oh, twelve. No, no, we weren't twelve. You know. Um, so Angie and I met uh, for the very first time on a bus to junior high. I was in eighth grade. She was in seventh grade. Uh, so that's when we first met. We didn't really hang out or anything, but we had known each other. And then uh, I think right around sophomore in high school, uh, we started dating. Uh, and then I went off to the military right after high school. And uh, we were kind of uh, broken up for that little bit of time. And then when I came back from the military, uh, we've been together ever since, steadily since I think 1999. Oh, wow. Oh, you're young. 1998, yeah. Oh, good job, young people. 
proud of you. Um, first, thank you for serving the military. That's a huge deal. No, I so, didn't do anything special. There's more important people out you there. You volunteered. That's pretty special. Because <laughs> I might like hide in a box and put myself in a closet. And, you know, no, I, I, I think I can speak for everybody when we say we appreciate that. So to you guys, being married and unmarried, because that's a creative way to say divorced, or um, being with somebody for that length of time, you really get to know somebody and you get to see the great things and you get to see the ugly things. And um, in my own relationship with my husband, we've been together since we were 18. We'll be married 21 years next month, which seems really weird. Um, I can't possibly be that old. It's a long time. It's really long. In fact, we went away this weekend and we would look at each other like, this is like our 24th Valentine's Day together. And then we both smiled like uncomfortably at each other and like gazed. And then we like bust out <laughs> laughing. We're like, yeah. But we um, we do enjoy watching people that you can tell are in like new relationships or you if you see really old people that are holding hands or they're seeming all lovey-dovey. Like I looked at Joe and like, I'm convinced that's like the second or third marriage. And he told me I, I was a horrible agree. person. I would He's have like, to agree. You're a terrible you. person. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, my I wife like- and I do the same thing. One of our favorite <laughs> things to do when we're out is just kind of people watch. And uh, you know, we we talk about that too. Like who who who's in new relationships or you know, look, those guys are definitely married, but they won't even talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, and that's sad. I mean, you gotta find things to things to talk about it, but outside of griping. And I know that like a common gripe maybe for many women is um, men doing housework. Or, or men picking up after themselves. And, and true as true can be, um, I have a little a, a question from Donna in Montgomery, Illinois. And um, that's kind of in the boonies. So if Donna's listening, sorry, but it feels boonies to me. But her common thing that we sometimes giggle about is, you know, she's one of those awesome moms that always keeps things clean. I'm kind of like, hey, yeah, that should be picked up, but I got to go to the store and I kind of bail. But her question was, why are men so eager for praises after doing a chore? But really it should be a house, like a routine household duty. So we're going to say like emptying the dishwasher, for example, or vacuuming, because I feel like vacuuming seems like an above and beyond task. What do you guys think about that? Vacuuming sucks. But I would rather vacuum than do the dishes. I think That's the all, one thing that I don't like. I think all house chores suck, but I'm not, I'm not that guy. My wife not- and I, you know, my wife, you know, we have a, some split duties. We both do the laundry together. Uh, we, we clean the kitchen together. You know, I, I put the dishes in the dishwasher. She takes them out. Uh, I don't need praise for that. I think the same way as you guys do. I think that's everyday household stuff that just has to get done. <laughs> I'm the same yeah. way. I'm not, I, we talked about the marriage before, but I'm currently in a relationship with an amazing woman. We've been together almost a year now and she has three kids. We live together. We do we ham and egg it pretty well too. You know, there, there are times we're all clean if she's doing stuff I and mean, she's a full-time mom and she works and she does a lot. So to be able to help her out when I can and keep my own stuff clean and do the dishes for her and you know, that's a nice thing to do. So you're talking to two guys that I guess <laughs> go a little outside of do you the clean normal guy, but yes, I do clean the bathroom. Uh, absolutely. We clean oh, whatever man. needs to be cleaned. You guys are, are If I walk stumpy. into the bathroom and the bathroom is dirty or the toilet bowl is dirty, I keep a toilet bowl brush in every bathroom. And I just, I mean, I'm right here right now. Why? It takes 14 seconds to swish out the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So Ryan really is a treasure. Ryan is a treasure of a man. I'm sniffling. I'm sniffling. We have just a few moments. What are some household tasks that 
you wouldn't do or you, I mean, there's got to be something that you really are just like, ugh, I can't do that. Like it could be washing the floor, picking up. Do you guys have any pets? Let's talk about that. Do you have any pets? I do. Yeah. We have, we also have pets. Yeah. My wife and I have four dogs and a cat that lives in the garage. (laughs) So if there is dog puke on your floor, you would not text your wife and say, um, I'm sorry, the dog puked on the floor and I was running late. No. Okay. I feel like that's horrible. The only time that I would even bother my wife with that is if, and this is a scenario, right? You get out of bed or you're walking through the house to another room and there's a pile of, you know, the dog puke or something like that. You step in it. Right? Oh, then, right. And then you have the one leg hop over to the tub or wherever you're going to wash <laughs> your foot off. Now, at that point, I would be like, hey, honey, um, do you think maybe you could clean that up while I wash my nasty foot off? <laughs> <Your puke foot>. <laughs> <laughs> I will echo that same sentiment. We have uh, my girlfriend and I have a dog and two cats and the dog is a little on the old side. Bless her heart. But she will go to the bathroom in the house from time to time. I have stepped on it. And same thing, <laughs> not the greatest thing to start out the day with, but I will kind of holler out and say, babe, can you go ahead and clean this up as I cleanse my foot? So, And see, you're in the new stage of your relationship. It's babe. And um, I, I love the babe. In fact, I wish I could make a song of you saying babe a thousand times because I think it would be hysterical. You know, I, I find too, are you guys walking around in the morning with no socks on? Because I feel like you wouldn't have to do the one-footed hop if you were ready for work and had your socks on. You could just yeah, whip off the sock, fling it. can't do the sock it. thing. I don't sleep with socks on. Not me either. Oh, I it's I like that dog dumps breathe. right at bedside. Yeah, I feel like I'm wearing, you know, shoes all day long. Yeah, and I have to let them breathe. Yeah, you gotta let your dogs out. I go home and put flip-flops on. I love flip-flops. You guys are lucky you're in Arizona. <laughs> It's, it's a balmy 40 degrees in Chicago today, and everybody's wearing shorts. It's going to be great. Uh, we have freezing. just a few. Yeah, we, yeah, it is. It's pretty cold. So, all right, we're going to dive into a couple more questions when we come back. We have just a little moment here. But I, I want to, I'm feeling a little disappointed, guys, because I thought there would be a little <laughs> more, like, contention in this conversation. And I'm, like, thinking, what the hell's matter with my life situation right now? Because <laughs> nobody cleans the bathrooms. And I have a thousand kids living here too. So I feel like, am I setting a bad example? Or do they just think, you know, it's okay? Uh, I want to touch on something too, because I, I don't raise my children to be chauvinists. I have two sons. And my son Joey loves to say things like, hey, Ma, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich like you should. <laughs> and as much as I love him, I want to kick him in the head kind of sometimes when he says that. So I want to talk about a little more about roles. And you guys need to work with me here because we've got some questions from some people that, you know, Let's get into this here. Quit being so... You want us to be more chauvinistic? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I think you're both liars. Right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I think you're both liars or maybe, get, Jeremy, should, you learned. We should get my still, wife to call in so she can verify. I know. Yeah, I'm going to get my girlfriend to call in. We're going to get our significant others to call in. Yeah, we need, some, yeah, we need, gonna, we need them to verify. They're going to verify. Yeah, I don't really think you're liars. But uh, I think it's great that you guys help out too much. We're going to have some discussions about the temperature in the house, the remote control, and I don't know if we dare should talk about the sexy time because I feel like after being married for a long time that kind of stuff changes and it's not that we're getting dirty it's not that anything bad is going to come out but I feel like there should be some um, compromise I don't know 
I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I bet you are, because you're men, of course, of course. (laughs) So I know we just have a, a few more seconds here. I'm not... You know, being the first live show, I'm not sure if this music just rolls in or what happens. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, Ryan, tell me, too, being married or being with your wife as long as you have, are there uh, TV arguments? Are there, I want to, I'm, I'm curious to know how you guys handle some of uh, the television situations or, or do you guys even watch TV together? That's are a very you important topic. The, yeah, there's a power struggle there. Huge. We need a little bit more time, so we should probably catch that right after the commercial break. Yeah, that's a a great job. Well, we're going to take a quick break right now. You are listening to Raising the Bar. We've had a soft start to our man show, but when we get back, we're going in. It's going to get dirty. Yeah, (laughs) we'll be right back. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you considered expanding your family through adoption, but don't know where to start? Are you looking to get some answers and direction on how and where to start? Reach out to the community at the Echo Foundation. The Echo Foundation offers five distinct areas of support. For those children in need throughout the world, we are here to support you and guide you through your process and beyond. For more information, please visit amybrado.com and click on the Echo Foundation. That's amybrado.com and click the Echo Foundation. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. There are over 147 million orphans and at-risk children in the world. It's a global problem, but you can make a huge difference. You can help from home or on the ground serving opportunities. Please visit amybrado.com and click on the Echo Foundation tab to request more information. Our vision is to build a self-sustaining ecosystem of ideas, individuals, and organizations equipped to carry out the mission of hope for every orphan in the world. Help us with our goal of helping every child in need. Visit amybrado.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. We'd love to hear from you with any comments or questions about the show. The email address is amy.raisingthebar at gmail.com. That's amy.raisingthebar at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. 
And we're back. You are listening to Raising the Bar with me, Amy Brito, who this is my first attempt at a live show. So I wish you all could hear me keep talking over music because I think it's pretty funny. And today we are talking with my EP, who I heart in the most platonic way, Jeremy Boardman and Mr. Ryan Treasure, the captain of everything. And <laughs> that's a great we, title. <laughs> I like that. He's the cap- he's captain. Captain Treasure. Captain. Yeah, Jeremy Boardman EP and Captain Treasure. That's that is your captain uh, D. <laughs> These are your, your new names. Why do you have to change everything, Jeremy? Just this is a problem D. between men and women. Yeah, you got to nickname everything. You're trying to stifle my funny. <laughs> Stop Never. it. That's not possible. Never. It's not possible. It's true. It's not possible. Well, maybe. Uh, I have some remote questions for you guys, and this is something I've been trying to understand for years. So, it, so if nothing else, if this is not humorous, this is so therapeutic for me because apparently you guys do everything right. And I wish Miss Valentine and Mrs. Captain Treasure were here with me today because I feel like they might back me up on a couple things, but I don't really know. That could be like they might have great. a couple complaints. The good thing about the man show is you only get our side of it. So. Right. Well, here's my question, and this is coming from me, Amy, from where I'm sitting right now in this freezing cold weather. My darling husband will be watching a show, and and we don't watch a lot of TV. We're both really busy, but um, we've been making time for two really special educational programs, and they are called um, Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp, and it is followed by a show called Exile, and not being exiled, but being on an island with your ex. Okay, so like I said, this is educational, this is informative, and we are not wasting any brain cells in this hour of TV, right? Oh, I lie. We also are watching Married at First Sight. So I feel like there's a theme, first of all, to these programs. He's watching a lot of relationship shows. Yeah, I don't know what kind of message he's trying to send me, but when I'm like spending weekly time on Sugar Bear and Mama June, like I feel like there, this might be a low point in my life. I don't know if this is like a... Um, Life midlife crisis, so it's I should sugar like bear. sugar bear. Didn't you ever watch Honey Boo Boo? You probably didn't. <laughs> Just no. be, be glad. Tom watched that train wreck of a show. Right. So, so in these um, really high quality programs, I can't even tell you what network they're on, but you know that's okay. What Joe likes to do is he likes to hold the remote, and then we'll be watching the show. And sometimes it'll be like in the midst of something like really heavy. Like there's a rapper on this show named Ink and this boy is angry. Like we thought Kanye was messed up, this this guy. So he's freaking out. And then all of a sudden Joe will pull the like hit the guide button. So the screen goes really small and I'm trying to watch Ink have his nervous breakdown in therapy. And then he's like checking to see what else is on when we have really carved out this quality time to watch these programs. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'm seeing what else is on. But I'm like, why do you care what else is on? This is what we're, what we're watching. Like, why does this happen? <laughs> is this I'm I'm upset I generally control the remote I guess uh, if Stephanie was on the phone she would probably say that but we <laughs> we watch uh, some certain shows her annoyance with me is that I'll pause it and say something or if she's there'll be some times I'll be watching a, a Kansas game or something like that and she'll be on her iPad or on her computer doing some work or whatever and I'll make her look up about 10 times. That that gets a little annoying to her, but I want her to see what's on the TV. But if we're I watching love- something together, we're we, you know, we're pretty much the remote's down. We like to watch forensic files, things like that. So we're we're pretty dialed into some of those justice shows. I like shows. those shows. I yeah, maybe too. I should switch to to crime justice instead of marital justice. Yeah, my wife and I are like that too. We um 
you know, there's a bunch of shows that are, you know, CSI and the black and CIS and blacklist. And we, and my wife and I, we watch them both or she has a couple shows that, you know, we don't, we don't really watch together, but um, we also don't have cable. Um, so there's not uh, the normal, oh, what's on the cable channel right now? Uh, our whole house is IP based. So we watch TV on Hulu and Amazon and mobile applications and stuff like that. So if I don't like what she's watching, I just watch TV on my phone. <laughs> so you completely check out. <laughs> I just, I'm out, yeah. You know? um, yeah. I, I, what about commercials? Do you do you guys hold the remote, and when the commercial comes on, do you watch the commercial, or do you change it to another show? Only then to get sucked into the second show, forget that the other one was starting, and then you don't switch back. This is why you don't watch live TV. This is why the creator this, of yep. DVR is the greatest man alive. Yeah, and I, I don't think- have that problem when I watch you know, Amazon Prime or Netflix. There's no commercials anyway, so yeah. you know, I'm just... I can binge watch a whole season of something in one evening. <laughs> so I feel like the two of you are here today and I feel like you're in cahoots and you had a conversation about let's just mess with Amy. We're going to be perfect. We do every chore. We don't watch live TV. So we don't have any of these problems. And now, it's just her I, that's I watch, we watch, I'll ask we, you why you watch live TV. Do you not have a DVR? I do. Okay. Then and I can, utilize that instrument. Sometimes I like to go old school. Yeah, I'm 42. I can't watch live TV. Even if it's a basketball game, I'll, I'll watch, watch it on delay. I watch live TV when I watch the news, you know, because I like to watch the news in the yeah. morning in the afternoon. So I'll, I'll watch commercials then. Yeah. So you guys focus it. on, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, that's, kind that's of. okay. So you guys watch crime shows and the news and forensic files. And sports. And in sports. sports. Yeah. Okay, so, so all sports aside, you're watching things that are realistic and depressing while I'm watching Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp so I can look at myself <laughs> like, my life's really great. Like, I don't have these problems that Sugar Bear has. I'm not, you know, a gangsta rapper yeah, beating and I crap think that, out of things I think that's one of those things that differs between, like, men and women. Man and women is just, I hate drama. And I don't want to watch it on TV. I don't want it at my house. I don't want it at my office. And the drama needs to just go away. And that's probably my, I don't really watch, you know, reality TV. There is one show, though, that my wife and I do watch together because it's really funny and it's a reality show. It's called Party Down South. That What's is that? hilarious. It's on the country uh, CMT channel. And um, it's all of these 25-year-old kids that they all put in a house like they used to do in MTV TV shows and they all drink and beat each other up and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome to watch violence <laughs> and, and people commit battery. I think that's great too and there's no drama in, all, in any of that, Ryan. Just Why do you lie to yourself? But that's the only one that I watch. Drama is like the Kardashians and again, Stephanie it will is. watch The Bachelor. I, I will go nowhere <laughs> near that show. That's... BS TV to me. So See, that's she likes everybody likes the bachelor. I, have, I, won't watch I have the ESPN Go app, and when that happens at my house, I just bam, and I'm on ESPN watching Sports Center or a live basketball game or something other than drama. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if Stephanie likes The Bachelor, she would like Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp because there's a bachelor on there right now with his wife. She's probably watched it. Right. She doesn't so, want to watch a lot of garbage TV. She does again. We like a lot of those the crime shows. It's the, like right. Forensic Files is the one where. Like they find, they bring people to justice. We like justice. Yeah, my wife and I are really into like the whole Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and the that series right now. Those are fun to watch. That guy's hot. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm just sure. Just I'm pretty sure that's like that yeah. That that's probably why my wife watches it too. She likes the firemen. I watched. <laughs> one of my I watched the, I watched the PD one because one of our radio show hosts is one of the police on Chicago PD. <laughs> 
Okay, I haven't seen Chicago PD, but I have seen Chicago Fire. And like I said, one of my friends always, always is going to be an extra on that show. And one at one time, they were looking for uh, people to pose as bartenders or servers that were fit. And it was right before, at one time, like I was competing. And I'm like, awesome. And they were like, send headshots and, and all this in your experience and stuff. And I sent it and I heard zero. I didn't like. You got crickets? Thanks. Crickets. What is that? That's like my freaking Instagram emails to Horatio Sands. <laughs> Let's talk about this, guys. What What is it that possesses um, a man? I'm just going to say men because I'm sure women do it, but I'm not talking about them right now. To, to just not respond. It's like when you send somebody a text and they have their red receipts on. Now, most people answer me because I'm a likable person. I have a lot of friends and, you know. Whatever, I'm just going to make myself feel happy right now. But it's like a Kanye West moment. Like something makes people think that they don't need to answer. They can throw a fit about something and or change the channels. Husband, I love my husband. And really, if the worst thing he does is screw with the remote and the thermostat, which is my next question for you guys because you're in a crazy climate place, um, you know, that's fine. He answers me when I call. He, he provides. He's great. He's my buddy. I love him. But... Why don't people answer? The keyword, but. But. Everybody's got a big but. Ladies. Um, how do you guys feel about who controls the thermostat in your house? Oh, it's easy. I do. <laughs> okay. So now, are you the type of person now where you guys are, obviously, with Arizona, gets super, super warm? What is a comfortable air temperature for you? Because with Chicago, the varying, t- I mean, it swings. It can be, like tomorrow is supposed to be 60 degrees. And then I'm sure Sunday it'll be, you know, 27 below. That's cold. So, yeah, 60 is still cold. cold. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you guys are like 80 year old. You guys Chicago. are 80. Jeremy, no. you're from the Midwest. What's going on? Yeah, and thank God I don't live there anymore. I love the Midwest, but this weather is perfect. When it's 80 degrees outside, I'm not 60 shovel. is down. No one has to shovel really. sunshine here, you know? No. I want to shovel some sunshine. It's sunny and 80. Come on down. We got, Aren't we got I supposed to come here. and do a show there? I feel like I am. I think so. Well, you should. Yeah. Um, so the temperature now, are you the kind of guys that will keep it a little bit warmer when it's super hot out because, you know, electricity is expensive because I have a question here too, from Crystal in Boise. We have listener in Boise, Idaho guys, one, one listener. And she is, she's saying to me, um, in the winter months, my husband will keep the temperature in our house at 65 degrees. Uh, I feel I feel like the price of gas right now is kind of low, and and you should be able to be comfortable. So she's saying she has to. I have to pile on sweatshirts, always keep socks on my children, and it's always a constant battle. I love when he travels so that I can turn the heat up. <laughs> That's how I grew up. That's how God bless my mother. That woman oh, in the summer, it was extremely hot in our house. It was probably eighty. In the winter, it was about 666. Yeah, before Angie and I had our daughter, our, we, I was kind of like that. I would keep the thermostat at like 63 in the wintertime, you know, and she's over there shivering and freezing and, you know, yeah. But since we had our daughter, it's been a little bit different because I don't want my daughter to freeze. So we keep, I, 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 we, we uh, negotiated at 69. Stephanie's about the same way. That's a good number. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. We, <laughs> Stephanie is, she'll, she likes it a little bit colder. In the summer, I mean, again, it's 115 here. Right. In the summer, she'll keep it down around probably 70, 71. 
Oh, dude, oh, sounds I, hopefully amazing. I would have, I would, I would go berserk if I walked in the door and the thermostat was set at seventy and it's hundred and ten outside. I would, I would have, I would lose my mind. It's constantly on. It I would never lose turns my, off. I would, I would lose my mind. I would get what the first electric on? bill and I would be like, oh my god. That's about what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amy, you're in Stephanie's you know, if, house, aren't you? If, if, if it's hundred and ten and they and someone keeps the thermostat at seventy, your electric bill is seven hundred or eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, it's so up I'm there. still looking at an eighty-five degree house then. Oh. Is that, is that what I have coming to me if I come out there in the summer months? I mean, I we keep ours during the summer. You know, if we're not at home, we'll turn the thermostat to 82. And then when we come home, we'll turn it down to 78, 77. Oh, I just feel like you guys are old people living I in. I hope I'm accurate with this because she probably. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be she, like 70. Steph does a good job with the AC. She controls. It's the same way. She wants her, cause her daughter, <clears throat> kids, and they sleep upstairs. So she wants to make sure that it's. A good temperature upstairs because you know he rises all that stuff. So she does a good job. A it's a little too cold for me though. In the from time to time, I mean, I just I fall asleep like with no covers. I don't sleep with covers, and then when I wake up, I sleep with covers. I'm very particular. Oh, I use oh, covers. Gosh, are you like a one foot? I can't fall asleep sweating. So I can't. No, but sleep. I feel like if it's 64 degrees in your house, you're going to go to bed. Totally bundled up. That's the treasure household that keeps it an ice oh, box God. in his house. <laughs> that's all, that's, that's only in the wintertime just because we don't like to turn the heater on. Yeah. Okay, so now if you're going to bed bun- bundled up, how does that hinder the fun times? <laughs> because <laughs> I know that marriages and relationships all have these fun times. And Jeremy being in the honeymoon, I'm going to say you're still in the honeymoon period. What and qualifies the honeymoon? See, we've always been together for a year. I feel like that first year is the fun Yeah, but when you guys are together, you guys still look at each other with that, like, sloppy, gross, googly, <laughs> lovey face. I, I totally you know? stalked Facebook and looked at your pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look at how he's holding her. <laughs> we, we enjoy each I'm other's with you company. on that one, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Although with I, marriage and what you talked about earlier and things like that, relationships, when you finally meet, I mean, Ryan was lucky that he found someone a lot earlier on in life. Right. It took right. me, I'm 39 years old, so it took me... A couple failed relationships. I have nothing bad to say about those people, but it's just it, they weren't the right people. So to finally find someone like that to, you know, the way that Stephanie and I are is a good thing. So you, know, you can say it's a honeymoon phase. How long is it going to be before you go to Jared? <laughs> Oh my God, don't go to Jared. Oh my gosh, she'll love that you said that. I'm sure. I have to say, I want to sing the song like my OCD about like, jingles is kicking in and it's really difficult for me right now. But anybody who hasn't seen Jeremy or Stephanie, first of all, everybody, Jeremy was a runway model. Maybe oh we should God. talk about we that. We X that out. Yeah. No, we're totally not because it's part of who you are. But Long I feel like ago. Stephanie looks like a model. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. And I love the fact that she looks rocking and has three kids because Stephanie's I love ultimately kids. as good looking as a woman can get. No question. Oh God. I hope she listens. That's awesome. Super brownie. <laughs> she knows I think that she knows. I'm going to call that. That's she a, knows. I believe that. So that's an in. Well, we are here. We are going to be taking a break. We'll be right back in a few moments. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. There are over 147 million orphans and at-risk children in the world. It's a global problem, but you can make a huge difference. 
You can help from home or on the ground serving opportunities. Please visit amybrado.com and click on the Echo Foundation tab to request more information. Our vision is to build a self-sustaining ecosystem of ideas, individuals, and organizations equipped to carry out the mission of hope for every orphan in the world. Help us with our goal of helping every child in need. Visit amybrado.com. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you considered expanding your family through adoption, but don't know where to start? Are you looking to get some answers and direction on how and where to start? Reach out to the community at the Echo Foundation. The Echo Foundation offers five distinct areas of support. For those children in need throughout the world, we are here to support you and guide you through your process and beyond. For more information, please visit amybrado.com and click on the Echo Foundation. That's amybrado.com and click the Echo Foundation. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. We'd love to hear from you with any comments or questions about the show. The email address is amy.raisingthebar at gmail.com. That's amy.raisingthebar at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. You're listening to Raising the Bar with me, Amy, and my partners in crime, Jeremy and Ryan, who I have to say, you guys are really good guys. And part of me feels a little disappointed about that. And that's such a weird sentence. <laughs> Not disappointed, but I love that, uh, you know, you you look at other things. We were talking during the break. You look at other guys and things that they do. And basically, you know, a lot of people are douchebags, men and women. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of D-bags out there. There's a lot of D-bags out there, men and women alike. But I think that, um, you know... Ugh, sometimes people just amaze me with different things. And, oh, I'm getting a text for real. It makes me so happy. You know, here's a, here's a question. And it's talking about communication and sex. My husband complains all the time that we don't have enough sex. We used to have a lot more sex before we had kids. We talked about that. We know how hard that is. But I feel pretty good because I'm keeping it up for twi- two times a week. <laughs> keeping it up. <laughs> that, that was a oh nice choice of words there. Yeah, yeah, I have the maturity of a 10-year-old boy. I apologize. That's good. That's, I'm that's keeping well it up there. twice a week, and he's complaining. When I talk to other people, I feel like they're going much longer periods of time without doing it. So I'm okay. Hey, right so I think we're I think she's looking for validation yeah, that's, pretty, here. that's pretty solid I validate that that's cool okay so yeah I would say as a woman like high five again I don't know if it's because I feel like I value sleep a whole lot more than I did when I was younger I can I concur with that yes Strong. and <laughs> I'm thinking twice a week is is really great 
I think um, so. When you have, when you have a lot know. of kids, yeah, that's uh, you're doing something pretty. pretty Not good even kids. That. I mean, just as a, as an adult, when you go to work, you know, forty, fifty hours a week, and you know, you got stuff to do around the house and all that. Yeah, you just get home and you're tired. And kudos to them for being able to find time two times a week. But I wonder if they're like really. Oh, I almost said hammering it out. If they're really like, you know, making time to like have that passion or if they're just like going to the gusto, like, all right, here I am. Dr. Well, just go. bang it out and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> bang it out, hammer it out, go to sleep. You know, and I feel like setting a mood is really important. And maybe that's something I know um, I need to work on. I am going to paint a picture for you here. And... Maybe I need to work on this, but I know that sometimes if I'm a little chilly, I might like wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt to bed or whatever. And I have carpal tunnel really bad because I lift a lot of weights and stuff. So I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm a moderately attractive person most of the time. But when I get tired, the, you know, the hair goes up and um, I have these great sweet wrist guards that I wear when I sleep. Otherwise, like my hands go numb and I wake up in the middle of the night with like shooting horrible pain. So at night, you can imagine this, that I'm in sweatpants, sometimes a sweatshirt, these wrist guards. And I've been having some lower back issues from my geriatrics setting in early. And so I'll like put all these pillows behind me. So I'm kind of propped up. I have the wristbands. So I'll just sleep on my back, cover myself up, put on the wrist guards and, um, you know, s- smile and say goodnight. And Joe will look at me like, damn, Aim. That's a striking visual. That is so, so sexy right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So he knows that that's kind of his signal. Like, no. To just leave me alone. Right. Now, ladies, if you don't know where to get these wrist guards, they have them at Walgreens, CVS, and all your local. If you don't want to have sex with your husband, just go get some wrist guards and a back brace. And- <laughs> back- oh, my God, I never thought some about baggy that. baggy sweatpants would be like, don't <laughs> So, okay, I'm, so that's I not. I just know if my like- wife's back is turned to me, when I look at her, don't even try. That's kind of, the, yeah, that, that's about right. Yeah. When the back right. is turned, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm tired. That's usually when I'll go. I'm not really tired yet. I think I'll go have a whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> you won't just try even sometimes when the back's turn, you're like, all right, I'm just going to take a shot. I'll probably get turned down, but I'm going to take a shot. No, because I don't like being turned down. So I don't, <laughs> don't I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't go after the no. As, as men, like, if, that's a if good question puts, for guys. Yeah, if your wife, like, puts on the wrist guards, do you take it personally? Yeah, I because mean, I guess to a certain extent, if you get turned down, I mean, no man or woman now, would want to if, get turned down. Now, if you're down, like the other uh, person who asks you a question and you're, you know, having your sexy time two times a week, um, then the answer would be no, I do not get offended. Now, when you get to a point in your relationship or you've gone, you know, a couple of weeks or something, yeah. and and then you approach that and you get told, told no, then, yeah, that does mess with you're your self-esteem like, okay, just what a little the hell bit. Here? Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah. when I might... Have the, you know, when we get home from work, we should, uh, we should have a talk. <laughs> now, right. A naked talk. <laughs> we should have you know, a talk and we should. We should be doing some naked talking right now. I'm trying to find some way to twist this so that I can give ladies some insight in how to better understand the sexy time brains of men. Because I feel like if it's. Oh, if that's an easy one. If, Just do it. If we could have it every day or multiple times a day, we would. Yeah. There are times, though, however, where guys do feel like girls where we're like, 
I just want to go to sleep. There's absolutely times yeah. like that. There's guys when? and girls. I don't both. even know if that's true. I think it's, it's not, true. I think it's like a a ninety percent, ten percent kind of split on the want to or not want to on a daily. I'm gonna go basis. with ninety five five. <laughs> now being yeah, ninety five five. I was gonna go like ninety seven three. That's probably in, accurate. In my experience now, like I said, I've been married a long time. I don't know. But as a woman, I can tell you, and I, I feel like I can speak for a lot of women. If I can, I hope somebody chimes in over the text or instant message. But I feel like if I, if I walk in a room, don't just, like, grab me. Tell me, like, hey, you, you look really romanced. pretty. Yeah, you, you know what? I feel like a lot of women, I don't know, it, you know, you can get boil it all down to the whole love languages thing. And I think that would be something interesting to ask you guys what you think about, excuse me, your own. But my, for me, it's words. So my husband, who has known me for 24 years, dude, if you want some, just tell me, like, I look really pretty. Even if I look like crap, and I will, like, even kiss you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and I don't mean it like I don't like kissing, but I think kissing is such an intimate thing. And women want to kiss. So if you're, I think, you know, a lot of people, um, I did get a question yesterday about kissing, and I'm going to just kind of paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. You know, why did we make out so much when we were dating? And I feel like my husband hasn't kissed me for 15 years or whatever. Do you feel as men, like if you're not affirmed or feeling valued or appreciated, it uh, distances, distances you in your sexy time? Like, are you going to be more prone to just be as Jeremy said, bang it out or take, take the time to touch your, <laughs> I wasn't touch your lady's face. I was using that as my own and, personal right. <laughs> experience. I was just Good saying. luck, Miss Valentine. Good luck. <laughs> That's <laughs> not my personal experience. Or God bless we you, have, Valentine. We, without getting into too much no, personal no, detail, we no, don't. do pretty well in that area. <laughs> I think most people do. I, there's uh, some relationships that go out. Ryan would, would talk in a different way. Again, you say we're still in the honeymoon phase, so... Right. To me, that hopefully will last forever. But maybe that's naive. It is what it is. But Ryan's been together for a long time. But it can. I mean, I I I believe in relationships like that. So (laughs) every couple, every couple goes through troubles. But I think if you stay true, I mean, she's legitimately my best friend. And so, and same with Ryan and and Angie. So when you can work those things out and you have that kind of a friendship, communication. That's that's it. Communication. Got to talk. So what makes a woman, I think, you know, from a man's point of view, what makes a woman, uh, I don't want to say unkissable, but do you guys understand what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I think some men turn into cavemen and they do just want to have sex. There's, there's a primal urge there. Sure. Yeah, okay, primal urge. That's a, that's a nicer way to say it because I'm not trying to. Instead of bang it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bang it out and go to sleep. Good night. <laughs> Uh, I feel excuse like me, honey, could we please satisfy some primal urges? Yeah, let's just meet up, hang it out. Urge. I need you to help me. I feel like if anybody I ever I think that's said a better me, approach to, hey, baby, let's bang it out. Let's hammer it out. <laughs> let's, just, let's just hammer this problem out and go to sleep. Let's throw down. <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah, I could go so many places with that. Again, 10-year-old boy maturity here. But is there something that would make life easier or make you feel more connected with your sexy time versus just doing it and having a wife or a woman that's complaining all the time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing like most of the questions that we're getting, they're kind of complaining or they're 
no offense, ladies, like I know we do a lot of the housework or, or whatever, but what could we do to um, maybe better serve our, our husband or our mate to kind of have that come back to us like romantic style? Like oh, what if we want one. like what if we want like Fabio on the book cover? Okay. Like, what if I, like, what if I don't have hair for that? (laughs) I know, actually, I saw your picture. Jeremy could. He could grow that crap out. Yeah. I saw your curly locks in some of your pictures. I stalked. (laughs) If you and Miss Valentine have a child, you guys would have an amazing, a kid with an amazing head of hair. That would be a pretty cool kid. That's a a little. I don't know about that. I'm not implying that you should or that you are. I'm just we saying already have four have between us. Great so. hair. We, we have a lot. Whatever. I have four. She What's has great hair. Yeah, she's, she prides herself. She has very nice hair. So. I, I used to have really nice hair. I did, and I was bald till I was six, and my mom had to tape bows to my head, and people still called hey, me a boy. My, my, my daughter's <laughs> like is that. A she, girl. she doesn't have much hair until just yeah. recently. But, you know, that's funny that you brought that up. My grandma always said, well, you know, it's hard to grow hair and brains at the same time. Oh, Grandma. Yeah, she was awesome. Grandma's brilliant. Grandma, liar, but so, so smart. But guys, seriously, if your woman is complaining at you or she seems distant or absent, how do you feel about that connection? Or is it just primal lurge all the way? You're like, boom, 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 good, I'm good, I'm good. I mean, if she feels like that, if she's being distant, then there's a communication problem that needs to be addressed prior to any of the sexy time. (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys get, you know what I mean? Because that, that's an inhibitor. You got to be on the same page and you know, if, if your significant other is feeling down or something, you got to talk about that stuff. Right. Find out why, why get on the same page. Right. Sometimes I just feel like he doesn't care. Just kidding. I'm not even crying. Yeah. So we have. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes they're. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. goes into parts like that in a relationship. And if you can sit down and just talk about it for a couple minutes without it being a long, drawn out, this is everything that's done wrong right. kind of conversation, then. Oh, that's the worst. I think every man hates that when you have that conversation and your significant other brings up something that you did wrong, like two years ago. Right. It's just, let's deal <laughs> with the present, whatever is on your mind at the present moment, live in the present. It's very, uh, men have simple minds as far as that goes. I, I go to work, Food, I want to go sex. home, have fun. <laughs> Not necessarily, but I want to go <laughs> home, have fun, enjoy my significant other. Same thing, relax, have a beer, unwind, watch some TV, possibly bang it out, as we said. <laughs> if it's that day of the week, uh, if not, then you fall asleep. Nice time. And, you know, you get, it's very simple. Men have simple minds. So, You know, I love that. And you guys are really good guys. And um, I'm not just saying that. I will actually, I'll send you your money later. Good job. You know, but it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious about the feedback I'm going to get from this. And I think that maybe at some point we should pick up and continue because I think it's very therapeutic for people to hear um, that men want to communicate. I'm impressed by that. I think that's a great thing. I, I can say as a woman, when you want to communicate, you also don't want to drag it out for an hour and you want to be heard. And I, and I think um, that probably goes, goes for both sexes. Yeah. Uh, what would be your best advice for someone that want, we in just the last two minutes, you know, uh, anybody that's been a D-bag and who's turning a new leaf what are some tips that you could give them in some of your life experiences that would kind of flip that switch from for them to for the men yes for the men that have been d-bags who are 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 wanting 
um, a solid relationship or good communication or, or a wife at some point, like, would you recommend, like, my advice to somebody, oh my gosh, in the last minute would be like, don't wake up your wife for sex. I don't know those people who like to get woken up for sex. It's not me. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> I, will, I will be the worst. Oh, most I, I have a piece of sex. advice for those guys who are D-bags. I, I'm ready. Yeah, they just need to stop being stop so being self-centered. Stop. You know, when the, most of the time that someone's like that, this is because they think about themselves and they don't have any empathy for the other person in the relationship because it's not all about you. It's about you guys together. And as soon as you can get past the fact that it's not about you and it's about you guys together, then the douchebaggery could slightly be reduced. It's a partnership, and it goes both ways with men and women. There are some d bag women out there. Like oh yes, so we're going to have to have out a part it's a partnership. Two. Make it work. We're- yeah, we are going to have to have a part two to this episode of life with uh, the treasure master and my EP, Jeremy. But thank you so much for listening to Raising the Bar today. Ladies, I hope this helped. These guys are too good. Maybe we need to get some D-bags To be on. continued. To be continued when we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Raising the Bar. Please listen for another edition with your host, Amy Bredo, next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, get out there and keep raising the bar.